0: Welcome back to another episode of Awakened Space. I've got a huge smile on. I'm super excited about this episode. It's something that I'm very passionate about. I kind of feel like I have a tendency to be passionate about everything I talk about, but that's fantastic, and I'm grateful to be able to bring it to you guys with so much energy and so much passion. So with that, let's dive right into it. This episode is going to be entirely centered around the divine masculine and feminine energies. We're going to go into channeling the balance of these energies to live with purpose. And we're also going to explore demystifying and debunking any, you know, potential misunderstandings for what's actually going on here. So with that said, what are the divine masculine and feminine energies, right? As there is a lot of, you know, misunderstanding, confusion on behalf of this subject, we're just going to dive right into both sides, both the masculine and the feminine. And so with that, looking first at the divine masculine, we see traits like logic, You know, reasoning conducted through strict principles of uh, validity. We see reason, the power of the mind to think, understand, and form judgments by a process of logic. So, you know, there's there's quite a bit of logic in reason because in order to move forward with something, it's got to be logical. And there's got to be reason pushing that. Then, just after reason comes action the ultimate process of doing something. And once again, these are all corresponding with the divine masculine. So, the one I just went through was action the ultimate process of doing something following action, there is firm. Someone's ability to strongly, you know, feel what they're feeling and be be firm with it. Unlikely to change, ultimately. then following firm, we have survival. And survival is the ability to continue living or existing in spite of accidents or difficult circumstances. And this one's truly interesting, too, because survival, of course, I'm going to get more into it in, uh, you know later on in this episode, but survival is huge because it's all about how long you can go with something in spite of circumstances like i was saying before in spite of difficulties um next is loyal the ability to remain in constant support to a person or people and following loyal is adventurous this one's huge <laughs> This one's massive. This is something that I feel really deep within myself. I feel that, um, you know, a lot of people resonate with this, especially when they're inspired by something. You know, when something is being um, birthed within them, and they really want to explore. They want to be adventurous. And uh, adventurous is ability to be willing to take risks or try new methods, ideas and or experiences. And that is something that I live with myself as a um, as an artist actually. And it's super interesting too because whenever I'm approaching a potential new idea I have the tendency to want to completely veer off track and go a different route, say. Be adventurous. Try new experiences and see what happens. Following adventurous is rational. And rational is living and experiencing within reason or logic. That one's pretty straightforward. But of course, um, it's interesting because uh, rational is very important because it's important to follow things in a rational sense, but sometimes, depending on how society collectively looks at things, it's important to also step outside of that because of how limited um, a lot of people are in terms of looking at you know anything um, and how it could affect their ability to act on things. You know some people are rational, some people are irrational, and some people that are rational are very limited inside of that and often limit themselves way too much to the point where they're just altogether not taking action. And it's not helping them. So with that, that's rational. And everything inside of rational. And the, uh, the last um, divine masculine energetic trait is strength. The capacity of um, a person to withstand great force or pressure. And this is, this is huge, this is important too, because for me, um, going vegetarian and vegan, uh, one of the biggest challenges for me, I, I often get grilled every time, uh, well, I wouldn't say every time, um, often, I would say, <laughs> there we go, um, I get grilled, uh, whenever I go to my parents' house, um, they're still meat eaters to a very large extent, and um, I have to have mental strength to be able to, well, not anymore, because I've been so far on the journey of vegetarianism and veganism that I'm, you know, I'm locked in with that mindset now, but earlier on, I had to have mental strength, you know, um, being able to withstand great force and pressure, great force, um, you know, Uh, having people want me to be reconverted to a meat eater. I had to be able to withstand that. I had to be able to, you know, just be able to laugh at whatever was going on and accept that. And I did. And I'm grateful for that because of strength. It's hugely important. So I'm just going to, you know, review everything for the divine masculine so we see logic we see reason there is action following that is firm you know the ability to be unlikely to change just wanted to solidify that one following firm is survival following survival is loyal following loyal is adventurous we then have rational, and finally we have strength. Those are all the divine masculine energy traits. Boom! Finished with the, uh, <laughs> the divine masculine. Looking now at the divine feminine, we see intuition. The ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning you know it's uh, it's instinctiveness intuition is so important because a lot of people have a sense of intuitiveness um you know that that deep kind of like heartfelt pull towards something that they're potentially very ecstatic and interested in and they feel like it's the right way to go but then they have a bunch of unnecessary voices externally trying to influence them that no don't go that route and this is why intuition is so important because a lot of people like I said before a lot of people have this pull within them and uh, sometimes they listen to it and really great things happen because it's what's meant to happen and sometimes they don't and then you know, it doesn't happen, and perhaps at some point down the road it will because they had to learn, you know, different things in order to get to that point, but sometimes that doesn't happen right away because, like I said before, they're listening to all the wrong voices. So that's intuition, that heartfelt pull, that heartfelt calling. Following intuition is nurturing, And nurturing is to care for and encourage the growth or development of another. Nurturing is huge. And the way that I really, um, you know, ground myself with the idea of nurturing is, first and foremost, I think about this planet, this beautiful planet that has the ability to intelligently self-sustain itself self sustain itself. <laughs> it's kind of a weird selection of words to use in and of itself. I like saying itself. That's funny. Anyway, um yeah, so nurturing. Planet Earth has this ability to nurture not only itself but us in so many profound ways. It provides, it takes care through food, the nourishment of food, through the air that we breathe, that I know many of us take for granted, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing, but incredibly enough, human beings have this capacity to nurture, you know, a, um, a mother nurturing, taking care of a child, um, a man nurturing, taking care of, um, his wife, his business, you know, all these different things. It's, it's different ways to look at it. And the reason why I brought it up for both sides is because it completely applies to both sides. A hundred percent. Neither are excluded. So following nurturing, there is healing. The process of making or becoming sound um, or healthy again. And healing is hugely important. This planet is intelligently healing itself, you know, as we, um, unfortunately affect it and, um, now we're experiencing, um, climate change. You know, it's, uh, it's, it has this capacity and this capability to heal itself. And so do men and women, you know, it's just the fact of the matter. And it's something that we have to allow ourselves to experience, really, on a very profound and deep level. Uh, So that's healing. Following healing is gentle. And gentle is the ability to have or show a mild, kind, or tender temperament or character. This is super interesting, too. I'm going to dive slightly into it now. In terms of gentle, um, I know that there's a huge stereotype, a very sexist stereotype, that women are supposed to be gentle or soft, and men are supposed to be strong or hard or tough. And the fact of the matter is that both strength, or uh, I should say, strength exists in both men and women, and the ability to be gentle exists in both men and women, and they're important to channel in so many different scenarios. Just wanted to dive into that real quick, just to give a brief insight. <laughs> so that's gentle. Following gentle, we have expressive and Expressive is the ability to effectively convey thought or feeling. This is huge. Expressive. Um, you know, I know that a lot of women um, are definitely challenged with, uh, you know, being told that they're too emotional or like, like this and that. Um, emotional is, of course, another trait of feminine Uh, divinity, um, or I should say the feminine energy, the divine feminine energy, there we go, um, but in terms of, you know, emotional and expressive kind of go hand in hand in a very profound sense, mainly because, um, it's important to express emotions, right, They, they go together, for that matter, um, but, uh, we are meant to be expressive. Um, we are either expressive or suppressive, and I will get into that later in this video. I mean, uh, this, uh, this episode. (laughs) That's like the second time I've done this. I'm used to doing, uh, YouTube videos as well, so sometimes I say, this video, this episode, this audio recording, whatever it is, it's all a great time. Getting back to it, Uh, So, yeah, we're either expressive or suppressive. And it's important to be expressive with the ability to effectively convey our thoughts and feelings. Following expressive is wise, wisdom, you know, having and showing experience, you know, knowledge and good judgment with, uh, you know, people often say with age, Wisdom through trial and error, you know, what you learn, you become wise about, and hopefully, you're able to create change in your life depending on what you experience, how you experience it. If you decide to change, if you think change is right for you, that's an entirely um, different aspect of this, but you know, we'll get into that later. So, that's wise, and then following wise or wisdom, patient or patience, and this one's huge, this one's, this one's massive, patience is, of course, having the ability to accept or tolerate delays, problems, or, you know, suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious, and this is huge, and it's, uh, it's interesting, because um, I feel like patience uh, corresponds with Stoicism. I don't know a whole lot about stoicism, but I think that there's a whole aspect of this, you know, idea of delayed gratification without um, showing uh, any, like, bother or any emotions. But it's weird because it's important to uh, reflect. It's important to express. You know, we don't want to suppress, so we have to, or I should say, we get to. It is a, uh, it's a privilege. It's an incredible, um, you know, endeavor, being able to explore and express whatever it is that we're feeling. So, you know, patience is huge, you know, being able to endure all that, but don't suppress anything, express instead. So that's patience. And then, like I said before, following patience or patient is emotional, And like I said before, emotional kind of goes hand in hand with expressive. Um, Emotional is relating to a person's emotions and being transparent with and about them. So relating to a person's emotions is all about if I'm emotional, I'm relating to my emotions or the experience of my emotions or the experiences (laughs) of my emotions. Felt like I had to go a little further there, just to like you know, really solidify everything. Um, and then last but not least, this was huge actually. Um, flexible or flexibility, capable of bending easily without breaking. That's massive. And you know that that's that's me too. On uh, many occasions, I have this capacity to be able to. Um, really bend without breaking. It's interesting because I had an interview um, for a mentor position, which fortunately I got the job, super grateful for that, Um, but one of the questions was that for some reason they were talking about offensiveness and judgment and, um, you know, being offended Basically, in short, and you know it ultimately came to me saying it is extremely difficult to offend me, and I'm really not kidding when I say that you know it it's it's really difficult to offend i'm I'm a vegan who deals with non vegans very often, you know people saying, Oh, you should return to meat, oh, there could be meat in that like like, like all you know just all these different things and that's 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 about like mental flexibility and that's an aspect of it but it's just it's interesting because I'm pretty sure that like I've bent so far already that I'm like invertedly bending <laughs> if that even makes sense I'm so pliable I'm like a noodle I'm like a cooked noodle it's incredible it's great <laughs> be like water flow like water. (laughs) I had to go that far. There we go. Anyway, so uh, just to recap, um, that was all the divine feminine right there. Uh, So we have intuition, we have nurturing, healing, gentle, the capability to be expressive. Following that was wise patient, or patience, emotional, and finally, flexible. So those two are the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Just to get that, you know, out of the way and understood. Because I'm a very uh, spiritual practitioner in every sense of the word, meditation, yoga, um, journaling, I suppose that's a spiritual practice. I know that's a psycholog- a uh, psychological practice, um, but a lot of people, because of how crazy, uh, things with sexism are in society, I feel like I'm doing a lot of justice in exploring these different aspects of how, uh, men and women, male and female, actually are rather than just looking at it as, you know, men are meant to be tough, men are meant to be strong, women are meant to be soft, and, you know, gentle, and emotional, you know, whatever it is, um, it's just, it's, it's, it's not that way at all, and I'll get more into that, uh, you know, soon, um, but I actually, I want to dive into, uh, the yin and the yang, I hope I said that correctly. The yin and the yang. Yang, yang, however, <laughs> however, the correct way of saying it is. Um, but there is so much to do with the divine masculine and feminine within the yin and the yang. Um, so, the hidden meaning of the yin and the yang uh, coming from Taoism, actually, a religion born in China. The yin is the dark swirl, while the, uh, the yang is the white one. And interestingly enough, as you can see, of course, within the yin and the yang, each swirl has a dot of the opposite color within it. And, um, yeah, with that, everything contains the seed of its opposite Um, the yin and the yang are not total opposites, but actually very relative to each other. Very relative. And this is where it gets very, very fascinating. Taoists believed, um, and continue to believe, that the universe is made up of energies, of vibrations, and matter. Ultimately behaving differently in different circumstances. Um, This is a really interesting insight, what I'm about to get into right now, and this could really help ground us with the idea of how these things work together. So, a potential crop that is growing is yang, or yang. But when it's reaped, it is yin, right? So, like, in that process, it's important to realize that there is a cooperative kind of manifestation of both things going on there and they're both happening consecutively you know like there's there's the nurturing aspect of you know there's there's the nurturing the growth aspect of the um of the yang, or the yang, and there is the, um, the, the, the strong, the action, the, uh, you know, the, the, the movement, the, the, the reaping of the, um, of the crop, which is the, uh, the yin, um, and then, of course, you know, with that, uh, yang is harder, stronger, brighter, and faster, but the other side is always available, and the other side is always necessary, you know, in, in unison. They, they work together, like I said. Um, and so, with that, a light is Yang in comparison to the shadows. And um, the Yang starts an action, and the yin completes it. So how does this relate to the divine, masculine, and feminine? It, um, it displays how both energies are within us, and both are available and necessary to fulfill absolutely anything. Um, and that's why this story of uh, Taoism and the yin and the yang is important because it shows how crucial both of them are throughout the process of fulfilling anything in both men and women, because like I said before, they both work together just like that. Um, so yeah, like following that idea, life is definitely better when these energies work together and they're meant to. So for instance, uh, balancing the masculine action, um, the act and process of doing something with the feminine wisdom, you know, the, the knowledge that comes with experience, um, they are both necessary for a meaningful result, and it, it's, it's really, um, it's simple when you think about it, the, um, you know, if, if you're, uh, if you're, going to take action with something and you're not like a hundred percent wise on behalf of whatever it is that you're doing or you don't have as much experience or you don't really know you know the wisdom is the knowing aspect of it um you're not going to get very far and that's part of the um you know, the issue surrounding it, and that's why it's important to realize that they both work together, um, on a very profound level. And so with that, another example is, um, balancing the masculine firm, you know, uh, strongly felt and unlikely to change with the feminine intuition. Uh, like I said before, the ability to understand something immediately without need for conscious reasoning. Um, intuitiveness is hugely important, and letting other people sway this if you're not firm is dangerous. And it's, it's pretty simple, you know. Um, the reason why these two coexist and work in unison so well together is because, like I was saying before, um, intuition is a very strong feeling And when you match that with uh, being firm, you know, when you're being firm with your intuitiveness, you're unlikely to change your decision. And intuition is very important. And when we don't follow our intuition or our intuitiveness, we may potentially end up in um, a place that really doesn't benefit us because we weren't firm in our decision. So that's why ultimately it's important um and yeah so another epi- uh, example beyond that is balancing the masculine survival um the ability to continue living or existing in spite of accidents or difficult circumstances paired with uh the feminine patience Having the ability to accept or tolerate delays, problems, uh, or suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. This is huge if your survival is trying to build a business and you go through different trials and tribulations, you know, and, uh, you're tested through the process. This is massive because, um, as someone who is building a business myself, I know that I have to be patient uh, throughout the process, and it's not going to happen overnight, and I've got to be, you know, the, the, the survival is the business aspect of it, and um, the patience is, like, the understanding that it's not going to happen overnight, and that I'm going to have to go through trials and tribulations, and really different things are going to happen, and and that's totally okay, and I just have to stick through it, and I'll learn so much through the process, and that's why it's important. Um, so, you know, finally with all this, the uh, not that this episode is over, <laughs> I just wanted to uh, recap with saying both masculine and feminine energies are completely meant to work together within all of us actually entirely um so with that let's let's do some debunking some uh some demystifying regarding how men and women quote unquote should be Because that is definitely, uh, something that, you know, like I was saying before, there are a lot of very ridiculous sexism uh, stereotypes in society, and, um, they create a lot of unnecessary issues, especially because they're not necessary, and they're not, um, they're real because of how people are treated, but it's just, it's it's the imbalance that, you know, that it is altogether, so, um, we've all probably heard at some point that men are supposed to be tough and women soft, the issue with this is that it throws out of balance the divine energies, you know, it, it really does, and this goes back to how I was saying before, um, you know, both men and women can be, uh, strong, they can be tough, and both men and women can be soft at the same time, you know, tough, they need to be maybe mentally tough to gain better self-control, or, um, perhaps, um, in terms of soft, it would be more gentle and nurturing and healing and, um, you know, expressive, emotional, all these different things, and it's important for both men and women to be able to do this, because, you know, transparency, you know, being honest, that requires a lot of, you know, a lot of people would look at that as a weakness, which is ridiculous, but it's actually a massive strength, and that requires to be vulnerable, which kind of requires to be tender, right, because you're opening up, you're being, um, you're exposing an aspect of yourself, Or yourself altogether. And it's important to resonate there. Um, In the past and present day, both male and female have been and um, are actually continuing to be conditioned to believe their thoughts, actions, and emotions are to be separate from one another. And, um, you know, like I was saying before, males are to be tough and strong but not emotional and expressive, and females are to be gentle and nurturing, but not strong or tough, and this is problematic because for males especially, um, I mean, it definitely happens with females too, but uh, for males, you know, be a man, uh, don't show your emotions, you know when when I was saying before, when males are not expressive, they're suppressive. They're not being congruent. They're not, uh, you know, showing themselves, and um, they're cutting that aspect of themselves off from the world. And this kind of cuts off their ability to connect with the world and society and people altogether. And it hinders their ability to grow and learn about other people, and it really takes a toll on their mental health, too, because when they're not expressive, they're suppressive, and we're supposed to let out, not hold in. That's just the way it is for both men and women. Period. (laughs) Um, when males aren't emotional and expressive, like I said before, they end up not showing their emotions, and they just end up being suppressive, so that's that. Um, there's been an ongoing issue with both men and women pertaining to gender roles and how they're supposed to be. Um, I know that to a very large extent we've all heard this. um, Or many of us, at least. Uh, Many men were brought up taught to be tough, to be a man, and don't show emotions. And uh, uh, similarly, Many women have been brought up, taught to be gentle and soft, you know, led to think that it's not their place to be strong or potentially work hard for anything. And it's just really breaking, you know, it's, it's, it's breaking the system. It's creating an imbalance in the divine, and it's just, it's not necessary. So, uh, the issue with both scenarios is that they completely negate um I just said that weird. <laughs> Let me say that again. They completely negate the necessary balance as well as create deficiencies. Um men that are taught to suppress instead of express block themselves off from further understanding themselves and others. Um you know just like I was saying before. And um Women, similarly, that are taught to be gentle, soft, and passive instead of firm and, um, you know, action taking are put at a, a, def- a deficit as well and are led to believe that they potentially, um, that they can't do anything for themselves, that they potentially can't do anything for themselves. Um, And so with that, the, um, the rise of woman empowerment or divine, uh, feminine, um, this is a really interesting aspect of this whole podcast episode altogether, mainly because, uh, personally, I've always thought it was weird that, women have been treated as less, because I've honestly never seen them that way, I've grown up with people that have made a lot of fun of women, um, and it's, it's just, it's ridiculous, I've, I've always seen them as equal to men, so I've really, um, from a very honest place, I, I've, I've just, I've thought it's ridiculous that women were ever treated as less plain and simple, you know, um, and while women have been, uh, conditioned to be soft, you know, peaceful, and sensitive, and men being conditioned to be dominant, strong, and, uh, assertive, women are now rising above these norms and cliches, imposed by society, and it's, it's really interesting to see, um, because the rise of the divine feminine can restore balance by encouraging and enabling men to connect with their inner divine, um, their, their inner divine feminine, and woman to develop their inner divine masculine qualities, because the fact of the matter is that we all have both, both men and women have both the divine masculine and the divine feminine within them, period. So embracing both divine energies is crucial for both men and women. Um, as an example of how they complement each other, think about it this way. The feminine is like the designer, while the masculine is like the craftsman, and you know it's just it's an example of how they work together within all of us, both men and women, to you know to make, <laughs> to create, and it's it's important to look at it in that aspect. Um, so while in a relationship. A man and a woman who both fully embrace the twin energies will be able to build a rich, creative, and fulfilling union. And that's why it's important. Because, like I said before, they all, um, we all, I should say, have both of them within all of us working together on such a profound level. And, um... It exists, you know, and so that's why it's important to explore that, uh, demystify and debunk, you know, because we do see a lot of rise of, uh, woman empowerment right now, and it's really, it's really cool to watch, because, like I was saying before, it'll restore a balance, um, a necessary balance, because not only does it give woman the opportunity and chance to, um, explore that uh masculine aspect of them the uh you know that that strength that action that um that adventurous that's that uh you know let's take chances and try things to really um explore what is here and learn and discover more about ourselves and for um you know for, for men it gives us a chance to or an opportunity to um reapproach the whole situation and realize that this is an opportunity for us to maybe understand that yeah this feminine divinity or I should say this divine feminine the divine feminine energy exists within us as well and we can give ourselves the opportunity to explore Um, intuitiveness, our ability to nurture, our ability to heal on such a profound level, you know, the healing aspect of it is super cool for men too, because, you know, um, healing also goes with that um, expressiveness, let's, um, let's express ourselves, let's express what we're feeling, because after all this time, we've been suppressing our emotions, and really pushing things down, you know, because we've been conditioned to be tough and to be told that we're men and men don't show their emotions and it's bullshit it's not true so it provides us the opportunity to heal that aspect of ourselves and to be gentle with ourselves throughout the process rather than being hard on ourselves we can be real with ourselves be real about what it is that we want but we don't have to be hard on ourselves and i just have to really get this out of the way um, the masculine aspect of things like action, uh, action, firm, and uh, strength, none of these coincide with being hard on ourselves. We don't have to be hard on ourselves, and we shouldn't be hard on ourselves. If you feel like you're being hard on yourself, it's not the right way to go, because when you're hard on yourself, you're going to be hard on other people around you, and This is dangerous because, you know, I always say, if you really want to see how other people feel about themselves, just simply look at how they treat you. And this is the same aspect of it. So, yeah, just because you, uh, want to explore, you know, the ability to take action or the ability to be firm in your decisions or, um, you know, being strong, none of those coincide with being hard. And, um, you know, I just want to get out of the way real quick. I know I've been thinking about this for a long time, and um, it's really occurred to me that it's something that needs to be explored, because um, I watch a lot of entrepreneurs um, talk about, you know, being hard, being tough, being all these different things, and it's interesting, because whenever I see them express this to such a large extent, I don't really see myself witnessing any aspect of, you know, being gentle or being, uh, emotional or expressive or, you know, patient. It's all about now, 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 and it's all about, um, you know, just, like, staying hard, you know, and it's, uh, it's, it's weird because I, um, I think that it's really not benefiting people because if it's anything outside of this, what I'm talking about here, balancing the divine masculine and feminine energies, it's creating an imbalance. And that's dangerous because that's exactly what we're trying to get away from. So with that, definitely be careful of the influencers that you follow, because I know that there are a lot of people that are like, you know, don't, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with going all the way, you know, sticking it through. There's nothing wrong with that, but there is something wrong with you know um, stepping outside of the balance and just you know uh, staying hard, as some people say, or um, you know this and that. And because it's it's important to be gentle with yourself. You know, it's it's important to recognize these different aspects of us and realize that they all exist and they're all meant to exist because like i said before both the divine masculine and feminine exist within all of us both men and women and they are meant to exist together they are meant to coexist and they're meant to create beautiful lives for us plain and simple (laughs) so that's it that is the divine masculine and feminine energies um demystifying debunking and uh coming to understand how channeling the divine balance uh, can help us to live with profound purpose just like that thank you so much for tuning into this episode i greatly appreciate your presence and attention and uh yeah peace love and light